0: Hi, I'm Lydia Gilman, and welcome to the Step Into Purpose podcast. As a highly sensitive person who tried to dim my light for a lot of my earlier life, now that I've fully embraced my purpose and stepped into my light, I'm obsessed with helping others overcome fear and resistance and doing the same. We're all here for a big reason, and when we follow that call to live our most authentic life, We're not only fulfilling our own highest purpose, but inspiring others to do the same. This is what will truly change the world for the better. Every fortnight, I'll drop a new episode sharing stories and conversations I've had with inspiring people who have followed their call and are living the life their soul intended. Also check out my YouTube channel, at Lydia Gilman, where you can find the video version of all of these episodes as well as videos specifically created to support highly sensitive people, empaths, and those who are struggling with anxiety. Welcome to the Step Into Purpose podcast. Hi, it's Lydia Gilman, and welcome to the Step Into Purpose podcast. Today, I thought I'd jump on and do another solo episode, because that really feels like the best way for me right now, just to share what's on my heart. And hopefully some of my own reflections will will benefit some of you as well. So I know that there's a lot going on right now for all of us. We're, we're in a really intense time in world history, and it's reflected all around the world, but also in our own lives, which... For me anyway it's feeling really intense right now and I know a lot of my friends are feeling the same so because of that I've decided to do a free workshop for parents of highly sensitive children and also those who might be struggling with anxiety at this time because it's a lot and our children can feel it as well and especially for those who are empathic or highly sensitive it's it's really important to To have that support and that acknowledgement and that connection is really important at this time. I grew up highly sensitive at a time when the term wasn't even invented yet. And that wasn't coined until I was in my 20s. So there really was no awareness or support. And it actually damaged me quite a lot. It took me quite a lot of my life as an adult, to really heal from that and discover who I was and to validate myself. So it's crucial to me to really support our children who are highly sensitive. And I've got two of them myself as well as a highly sensitive husband. So we really are a highly sensitive family, which has its pros and cons. It can be really intense at times. But it's also amazing because we can understand each other. And I'm so glad that my children are highly sensitive so that I can support them having gone through that myself. So yeah, please join me for this free workshop. It's under an hour long and completely free. The links are in the show notes below. So please join and invite anyone who you think might benefit from it as well. But Things are intense at the moment and it's coming to the end of the school year for us here in Australia. And I remember from my own days at school, how hard it was to really get up and go to an institution, you know, all day, every day and try and get on with people who weren't really my people or just to try and fit in in an environment where I really didn't and i really didn't have that feeling of belonging and it made it very difficult to to go every day and i really didn't have a choice it was just what i had to do you know there was no leeway with my parents to just stay home so i went and i remember one day i was reflecting on this this morning after my daughter was having a hard time going to school she's just in her last few weeks and she feels the same she really feels like she doesn't belong or fit in because she was born to stand out and that she's really got big things to do in the world so it makes sense but it's hard when you're having to go every day and it causes a lot of anxiety so I was just saying look you just have to go and see the year through It's literally only three or four more weeks and then she's free and she's past the year and we can do something different next year but I was reflecting on my own journey and I remember sitting in a classical studies class when I was about 16 or 17 and just suddenly from out of nowhere weeping uncontrollably crying and I didn't Know where it came from, and there was nothing the matter in my head, like I hadn't had any upsetting incident that morning. I just suddenly started crying, and my lovely friends next to me were like, Oh no, what's wrong? Are you okay? And the rest of the class were looking at me, and the teacher was feeling most unsettled and was like, Oh, what's happened? Is she okay? Are you all right? And I didn't know what it was, but I couldn't stop crying. And eventually I went out of the room and, you know, went into the bathrooms and saw out the rest of the time there. But I really didn't know what the matter was, but I called it crying disease because it happened a few times throughout my my adolescence, really. And I think it was just my soul really trying to tell me that this wasn't right. I was, I was just... Going to these places, doing these things by rote, and my soul was crying. It was trying to fit in in a place where it really didn't. And it was just not happy. And it was trying to tell me in so many different ways. And for me, it was crying just from out of nowhere. So I really reflected on that today and really put it in context. I mean, I don't envy my kids having to go to school at all. And I know how hard it is for them. And like I say, next year, we're going to do something different with my daughter. My son quite enjoys school and has a strong social life there. He's 10 and he really enjoys it. But my daughter is more like me and she has a harder time with it. And so I was reflecting on that, but... Also, just sitting in the car, trying to get her out to go into a class, which has become a thing where we're sitting in the car quite a lot. And it's awesome because we can have really deep heartfelt conversations. And what an amazing opportunity to be able to do that. And for me to be able to share some of my learnings with her in that time as I try and encourage her. But. As I was driving home, I reflected on one of my first experiences in my parenting journey when she was less than a day old. She's my eldest and she was maybe 10 hours old at that stage. And we were still in the hospital and she was all bundled up in her blanket and was in my arms. And me and my husband were talking gently over her as we looked at her admiringly. And the midwife came in and asked how we all were, and we said, oh, great. And she asked how the baby was and when she last fed, and we said, oh, she's doing great. No, she, she hasn't fed for a while. She's just been sleeping quite contentedly, and the midwife said, oh, when did she last drink? And I said, oh, it's probably about 3 a.m., and a look of panic sort of crossed the midwife's face, because that was like sort of five hours before or something. And she said, Oh, you you need to feed her. And I said, Oh, but surely she'll just wake up when she's hungry and and wants something to drink. And she said, No, look, she's in the Bahamas right now. She's all cozy and snuggled up she's in seventh heaven. You have to get her uncomfortable. And she started unwrapping the blankets from her and unbuttoning some of her clothes and getting her uncomfortable, you know. So the baby woke up and sort of started crying and and then she said, you have to feed her, feed her now, and so I fed her, and the baby drank, and it was a really eye-opening lesson because I just want everyone to be happy, you know, and I want my children to be happy, but it was a really poignant lesson that we have to be that mother bird pushing our babies out of the nest sometimes and and getting them a bit uncomfortable so they can they can fly, you know, and and that was the case with this as well. Like she just needs to step into that discomfort and, and finish her year at school. And it was the same with that little baby. We needed to get her uncomfortable. So she'd wake up, should drink and that way she'd thrive and survive. So yeah, really interesting as I'm navigating this parenting journey, you know, it's such a learning for us all as parents and you know, my kids are my greatest teachers. They're without a doubt my greatest teachers, especially her. You know, I I think there's no accident we've really been put in each other's lives for such a big, such a big reason, and we're here to help each other really fulfill our purposes here in life. So it's such a blessing, and it really helps to look at it that way because, you know we don't always look at things that way, but I think it's so, so helpful. And I know it's the truth. My heart knows that that's the truth. So yeah, I think it's so important right now, just to support our children as much as we can in whatever form that takes. And I'd so love for you all to join me at this workshop. It's on Friday the 10th, at 2 p.m. Pacific time and 5 p.m. Eastern time. And that's 9 a.m. on the Saturday in Australia. So I'd love to see you there. And please share the link with anyone who you think might benefit. I'll post all the links and information in the show notes below. I'd so love to have you there because I think it's so needed at this time. Thank you so much for listening and sending so much love.